Hello and welcome to another episode of the new and improved Ath Geeks podcast, formerly known as the Woman Respecters podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Adrian, and with me today we have Spinach Amari again to go ahead and complete this 2019 mock draft. How you guys doing? Chilling, bro. I'm doing all right, man. Same old, same old. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, we wait, only wait, 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 wait. What'd you change the name to? <laughs> the Ath Geeks, you know, you know, the athletes, Ath you know, geeks. Yes, oh, sir. You know, the little mixture of the athletes with the geeks, you know? Play on words. is just a geek. You know yeah. Me, I'm an athlete. I'm also... <laughs> nah, you're just a geek. With, uh, poor that. bowling With poor bowling skills. <laughs> Elite. That's it. Man, they've got an athletic bone in his body. I done seen you. Wow. Hate is real. But yeah, unfortunately, Wiley couldn't join us today. He has some other things he had to take care of. But he'll be—he should be back by the 2018 draft. Um, I think last time we went past the lottery. But if we would have stopped at the lottery, I think Shamari should be up, so he'll start us off with the 2019 first pick. But before we do that, I'm gonna go ahead and read out everybody's everybody's original selections and it will go right there and we can compare how our new selections go with it. but with the original selections we had the pelicans take zion the grizzlies take jaw the knicks take rj the hawks take deandre hunter cleveland took darius garland phoenix will trade it to minnesota minnesota took jerry cover if i'm correct um chicago took kobe white what's called the pelicans took jackson hayes Washington took Rui, ATL to Cam Reddish. Then we got um, Cameron Johnson, PJ Washington, Miami took Tyler Hero, and then last Boston took Romeo Langford. So go ahead, Shamari, start us off. Um, so with the first pick in the 2019 NBA draft, the Pelicans select Carson Edwards. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> they they still stick with Zion Williamson. It's pretty obvious. I'm sure just about everyone would agree there. Uh, when you talk about generational player, uh, Zion fits the fits the bill. So a guy who is putting up all-star numbers, was putting up all-star numbers in his rookie year, but he just played, you know, 20 games or whatever it was. Um, you know, we still have to see if he can stay fit with his body type because he is a heavy guy and got to hope his knees hold up. Um, but he's pretty much got it all down outside of a consistent outside jumper, but that's mainly because he doesn't need it. Uh, dominant, and uh, yeah, he's the cornerstone franchise player, so stick with Zion. All right, that's pretty, you know, like you said, obvious. I feel like the first couple picks are obvious, but we just have to go through them anyways. I feel like we already know who Spencer's taking, so Spencer, go ahead and go into your pick. Um... Yeah, he was, he was my probably my favorite, more favorite person going into the draft. So I would just stick with John Morant because I just like super athletic point guards who, uh, you know, he's a floor general. He's a really good leader and led them to the playoffs in the first year. So, I mean, the future is pretty bright. Um, he led them to the bubble play. Yeah, yeah, well, well, he got the playing game. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it ain't the playoffs. They were technically going to be a playoff team, but then they lost it in the bubble. I mean, because 
No, because, yeah, well, they lost it, but remember, it was still the regular season in the bubble. Yeah. Portland went on a run, mm-hmm. and then Portland actually bumped them. They went up, but then they had that plan for the last spot. So Portland was the higher seed before the playing game. Technically the playoffs. Nah, this ain't the NCAA, bro. (laughs) I get what you're saying, though. I agree. I'm all right. Yeah, so um, then we're going to go into the the Knicks pick. And originally they took R.J. Barrett, but I am not sticking with that pick. Uh, I don't don't do that. RJ RJ been hooping this year. He, he been. You want to talk about field goal? <laughs> the conversation <laughs> we're having. You want to talk about field goal percentage? That's who you need to look at field goal percentage. Hey, they. But <laughs> you, knew coming, uh, you knew that coming out. You knew that coming out that shit. he was he wasn't the most efficient bucket getter, but he was a bucket getter. He is, man. Ricky Davis. Ricky Davis was a bucket getter. He didn't do shit. Look, it's early. He got plenty of time. I'm by the time he's 29 years old, I'm sure it'll be fixed. But still, still. Disgusting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like I said, I'm not sticking with the pick anyway. Uh, I, I'm going with, it. I'm going with the baby goat. Wiley gonna have to lose out because, oh, brother. Oh, hey, man. oh brother, we need they need a shooting guard even when they have 105 point guards already. And instead of, uh, you know, RJ, <laughs> we're just gonna have we're gonna have Tyler there just to sit there. Space the floor, shoot. They need a Julius good Randall. point guard, though. Like, they might have a million of them, but they don't have a good one. <laughs> they haven't had a good one in forever. That's fine. That ain't my this concern. This is quickly. Yeah. We're going to space the floor out. We're going we gonna to take Tyler and be solid. Even though solid, I mean, Tyler's points per game have gone up this year, whew, his three-point percentage has done plummeted. He, he's shooting about 32%, which is below league average. But I'm um, – I'm not going to stress too much about that because the rest of the Heat stars have been out for a good portion of the time due to COVID or injury. So all the attention's been on him. He's been forcing a lot of ill-advised shots, but he's still learning. He's still young. I feel like Baby Goat's going to be, you know, he's going to be solid. I know I was one of the people that critiqued him a lot because coming out because everybody was talking about his short arms. I was like, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to defend. I don't know exactly what's going to be ha- able to have if he's going to get his shot off over taller people because he has those, you know, T-Rex arms. But he, he was pretty solid his rookie year. And even though his percentages have dropped down, he's still solid this year. So I'm going to stick with Tyler Hero. All right. <clears throat> it's a little hot for me, but, I mean, I understand. I'm yeah. I, I mean, hey. <laughs> the hey, the Knicks need that face, and he's the perfect face for the Knicks right there to go with him. He's like he he can he can go up there with him. What face? What face is that? Is that the little scowling face he made? Yeah, you know when he won one Yeah, hey. <laughs> and then LeBron had to put him over his lap. Yeah, I know that face. Hey man, Tyler Hero though, his last year he has some, he has some he has some tough moments like that. What who were they playing when he got that steal and pulled up in transition? What hey. look, man. Bubble, nice. bubble guy, you know. Hand yeah, yeah, he was. He, he's solid. I, no, no, I'm not one of those people that's too high on Tyler that I wasn't gonna trade him for anything. Anybody's tradable. Like that whole Harden <laughs> thing. Like Wiley was tripping. He was like he he didn't want to give him up for Harden. He want to give him overrated. Wiley, don't fall too much in love. When they that did. right deal comes across the table, tell Pat to pull that trigger. <laughs> they, I don't like. I don't know if he's gonna ever hit that. Um, 
peak like everybody's saying that he might be a Devin Booker type. I don't know if he's going to exactly ever hit that, but I feel like he's going to be a solid enough player to where he's going to hang around the league. And if you get that, like somebody that's not exactly an all-star but borderline and just solid, has like a 15-year career, I feel like that's a solid lottery pick, even a top five pick, because a lot of top five picks don't even get to make it that far. So I feel like he'll be a solid yeah. at least there. I think Tyler Hero, I think his ceiling is Mike Miller before the injuries. Mm-hmm. which is a really good player. You know, he won rookie of the year and was a monster, you know, spot-up shooter. And I think his floor is, like, so it's not even really, like, it's not much of a distance between the ceiling and floor. I think he's Mike Miller before the injuries. And his his floor would be a likable Grayson Allen. Like, if, if Grayson Allen wasn't a dickhead who was tripping people all throughout the college <laughs> career, he would be Tyler Hero. Yeah. Because people like Tyler Hero, so. Yeah, he, he's a very likable guy. He got that. He got that song with Jack Harlow and everything with Jack Harlow blowing up too. He's he a real likable guy. So he, he he's solid there. But like and I said, not everybody gets the board. Number three. Yeah, number four. Who who who, who we going with? Number four. Who? Um, you know, this is this was oh, y'all's me, pick me. originally, but you know, y'all traded away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was debating. Um, because. As far as like need and potential, you know, there's two different picks. Um, but based on what we've seen with the uh, the Hawks and their defensive deficiencies, um, I think I'm gonna go ahead and actually stick with the pick um, with DeAndre Hunter. There was another player I had in mind, but. I, you know, it's still early, but I just think that that's they they made the right choice because they knew they didn't have the perimeter defense that you know you need to have some of in order to win. So I'm just gonna go ahead and stick with the pick. It's still early. Um, I know he hasn't been like great, but I don't think it's it's. He's been solid. Be though. I still like I like yeah. I like um, DeAndre Hunter though. He's been solid. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna and, and I don't and I don't want to like. Most of these picks in the lottery, I have them all different, but this one in particular, I said, you know what, let me just go ahead and stick with it. There are other players that I feel like are going to – that have higher potential and that could that could be all-stars. I don't necessarily see DeAndre Hunter as an all-star. Mm-hmm. But just for team need purposes, I'll go ahead and stick with this. But there are other guys where that can, you know, end up being like a second star to Trey Young in the future possibly, you know, if John Collins leaves and all that. So, But I'm going to stick with DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, that's solid enough. Can't complain there. Can't complain there at all. Um, so with the next pick of what's it called who who had the next pick was it Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, who 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 are the Cleveland Cavaliers taking Spencer Davis? Uh, I, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but just because his potential is there and he can definitely score, I guess I would just put R.J. Barrett right here for them. Are you taking RJ? They do need a wing player, and from yeah. what Lonzo, Lonzo does complain a lot about not having a wing. Yeah, because they don't really have a wing. They have, like, uh, they do have, I mean, I guess this is before they get a core room. So yeah, that would wing. essentially force Sexton to, to run the one yeah. permanently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I like the whole thing they have with Sexton at the two with Darius Garland, but Long term, that probably won't last because they're both undersized. Yeah. So I, I can I can see that there. So I hey, agree man. that wing. Cleveland, you know, Cleveland up and down with the Canadians, man. You know, Tristan Thompson was solid. 
uh, Anthony Bennett was horrible. Mm-hmm. They traded away Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> and, you know, R.J. Barry, who knows? Maybe it would have worked out for him. Mm-hmm. So, you ain't, got no, you ain't got no complaints from me. I knew R.J. still go high. I just couldn't take him with three. So, with my pick with Minnesota, um, honestly, I'm going to go with a bucket getter, you know? Minnesota don't play no defense anyway. So, <laughs> we, 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 we going to... We, we we all about these buckets. So I'm gonna go ahead and take somebody that was that finally started to hit it off at the before COVID and before the bubble hit happened and everything. I'm gonna take Kobe White. Boy, he uh he he you know he averaged fifteen a game on, you know, solid solid efficiency, not the best, but you know, solid. And he asserted the boy can put the ball in the bucket. He 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 uh, he's a bucket, so uh, I'm cool with that. Six five point guard. Could be a combo guard to go along right there with uh, D'Lo and everything. I think it'd be solid. Yeah. Side note: I was a, I was a big fan of Derek Culver going into the draft. Bomb. <laughs> I, I, I know he's out. Of, I know. I know. He, I know he's out of all of our uh, <laughs> lottery picks. Yeah, that man. Nah, he, he was, was supposed he was to be really the best three and D. Yeah, he was supposed to be the best three and D player coming out. I he would just be a really good defender, but I don't. Yeah. Really Maybe it's just a situation. Maybe, you know, once he gets out of Minnesota, because he won't be there long. Maybe it'll change up. Who knows? He might be one of them late bloomers. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, but that's not what he was projected to be. That's the whole thing. That's why people are, are you know, tougher on him, because he wasn't supposed to be a late bloomer. He was supposed to be somebody that came in right away, yeah. played defense, and just shot the three ball okay. Hey, like at least Minnesota turned around and stunk it up again and got Anthony Edwards, so. Yeah, so it all worked out. It all worked out. But in this situation, they might not have to go with Anthony Edwards at that pick because Kobe White might be more solid right there. You know, just scoring the ball. Just, you know? Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Right. Yeah, I really do like Kobe White, though. He just – he's he's not really a big, like, uh, assist guy, but he definitely scores the ball. That's right. A good high combo motor, guard. High motor player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a hybrid guy. either the one or the two, so he's kind of versatile. Mhm. Yeah. So with uh, you know, now now we're gonna jump on to the next pick. Was it uh, Minnesota? Now Chicago with the seventh. Mhm. Um. So since Kobe White is off the board, I'm gonna go ahead and stay with the point guard position and have Chicago pick Darius Garland. Um, Darius Garland has uh really shown out this season so far. Um, he was injured in college, so he only played like ten games or whatever it was, but he obviously showed his potential. I think this year he's averaging like 16 and like six assists or five assists, one of those. And he's just been really solid. And I think he has all-star, perennial all-star potential. Um, And obviously the Bulls pretty much need just about everything to compliment Zach Levine. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and say they take Darius Garland. That's a solid, that's a solid pick. Um, I, I do like Darius Garden a lot too. I was I was tough on him for a long time as a rookie. I was tough on him because I I don't know. I didn't like the whole. That's only because you like trolling Lonzo. <laughs> that made me upset, and it's because I go into you know the analytical side a lot. So yeah, he's improved yeah. his shooting all around. You know, mm-hmm. two and three. So yeah, I think so. he's a, he's a guy who can average potentially you know eighteen and upwards of eight assists, you know. And, and it's prime, so I think it's someone that the Bulls definitely need a, a floor general. 
Yeah. So I say that would be a good pick. Go along, Sullivan. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking it in any way, shape, or form. So, um, who, what was that? Yeah, Dennis, back to New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, New yeah, Orleans, number eight. number eight pick. What do you, who do you got? Spencer Davis. New Orleans have. Oh, okay. Yes, they yeah, they yes, took Jackson oh, Hayes man. originally. He don't, he don't, he don't get to pick his Wizards pick. <laughs> Y'all don't want to flip flop. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Uh, let me see who would New Orleans take. Because I thought it was the – it's saying Hawks here, but that's before they but tra- they traded. Yeah, before the trade, yeah, they yeah. traded. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think they picked Jackson Hayes at this pick. Yeah, they did. They picked Jackson Hayes. Yeah. Um, it's Sorry, Jackson. <laughs> they really wasted that, man, because they went and got Steven Adams right after. You don't even get no PT like that. Yeah, but I think uh, Jackson's going to end up uh, – Possibly starting in the future, you know, kind of like the way the Nets are using Claxton. Who would I get for New Orleans? What? Nah, you tell us who you get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I guess we should probably go have our conversation. You about to say Royce ready. White? Yeah. Nah, uh, this is somebody who I think. Uh, Konnichiwa. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he plays for a good team, so he doesn't play as much. But I think. Uh, Tht. Go ahead and take THA. Because nah. <laughs> I like I like I was gonna say if it was the Hawks, maybe like one of these power forwards, but the I think the Hawks, maybe. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna say Matisse Thibel for them. Yeah, I got three and D play another. Like that's a solid good. pickup for their personal. Yeah. So that's who I was debating on switching with DeAndre Hunter yeah. for the Hawks. Yeah, like I was like, but you know, I said, fuck it. Really have, the... he plays. Uh, he doesn't play as much because he's on the Sixers. But he, his role and what he plays, he's really good. It's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at that pick at all. It's definitely. Uh, definitely will be a plus for the Pelicans. Yeah. Especially Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm gonna hate that. Was when they had Drew, so they would have had Drew and Thibault and. Yeah, that that'd have been solid defensively. Real solid defensively. Jesus Christ. But um can we we done we done came back circle. I struggled with this pick. I really did, cause uh Rui Rui's solid, but, but there, there's a lot of other you know, I actually I actually almost said THT was like, there he wouldn't get no playing time there. And none of the guards would get playing time there. So I'm thinking I was like well, I'm happy that Wall and Wall was out for the year. So oh, yeah, that is true. That's true. I gotta I gotta think about it like that. So you know, and the Wizards, I, I think they would have like if they had the second pick, they would have took Ja. I don't think they would have like. Well, I mean, yeah, you go for they absolutely would have took Ja. Yeah, you absolutely. go for need. Best I mean, available. I mean, you go for best available over need. Like. Yeah, especially when it's a point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you definitely your point guard was injured. So I I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but. Kevin Porter Jr. is a hooper, but I don't know if I, I respect can take, it. I don't know if I could take him down just because. But that's where I put him. Yeah, but I would. I honestly want to put Kevin Porter Jr. there, and I feel like he'd get more of an opportunity right there. Because mm. Rui, you gotta remember. I'm sure. Yeah, obviously you know, Spink. You watch a lot of your game. Rui had a lot of opportunity that year, his rookie year. He did. And if he did. Kevin Porter Jr. gets put in that situation where he gets a lot of opportunity, whereas last. And originally he didn't get that big of an opportunity. 
I feel like y'all would have had a hooper right there. Y'all had a bucket. Well, it would have changed a lot of things. He had like a a person Rui, to come off. Rui's averaging like identical minutes this season to last season. Um, and he's improved his numbers, but he's like he played like a starter last season. Um, so yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. would have definitely got the minutes. He just obviously got care. He had character issues, like that. Yeah, he had character issues, but. Like I said, that's why I say it's tough for me to put him so high. But if maybe in a different situation that doesn't happen, maybe because you know all the things that went down in that situation, like how he lost his locker, how different things went down. Maybe those things don't go down in what's called Washington. Who knows? Like I said, like, you gotta hope for the yeah, best. Right. So, hey. <laughs> they would have gave they would have gave his locker uh, Raul Neto. Or something. <laughs> it would have been the same thing. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the bucket. Well, he's a he's a two guard. I mean, he can play the three though, but he's a, he's a two man. three. Yeah. yeah, he's like six four, so he's more of a two. Yeah. But that boy a gunner. Yeah, and boy, a situation and with Houston, even though they stink, he gets to go out there and showcase. So yeah, I mean, he averaging fifteen a game right now, and also you know, yeah. I mean, hey, he, he can go out there and just chuck and just go try to get a bucket. Let let that man eat. So, so I, 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 don't, I don't know how you feel about that. You, you explain to me how you feel about my pick, Wizards fan. Um, I still think I would have went with one of the Fords with like either Rui or PJ Washington or even Brandon Clark because I like mm-hmm. Brandon Clark a lot going to the. Uh, not even Eric Pascal. Nah, Pascal is not my type of big because he's a little too short and he's not good on defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds like a Wizards player to me. Yeah, but I would like, or even, or even I would have been cool maybe with Dort, with Lou Dort, but he is terrible at shooting. So, I mean, yeah. but he but. specializes on defense and he's just a tough player. So. But I think I, I probably would have stuck with Rui though. Yeah. Like, I can't get mad at you for sticking Rui. Like I said, I went back and forth. I almost said I was going to draft Rui again, but I went back and forth on it. I was like, I don't know. Just because he's improved on defense and his now he's starting to score a lot. Yeah, because Jesus Christ, that man was so putrid on defense. Yeah, he was night and day, almost as defense. <clears throat> I used to. Okay. Yeah, I remember I used to always make fun of you, but then I was like, he, he, he was uh, he was the worst defender in the NBA by the numbers. Yeah, him and uh, Thomas Bryant was pretty horrendous <laughs> front court defensively. Yeah, so. So, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into number 10 where uh, Cam Reddish got picked. Yeah, Cam Reddish is my guy. Um, I think he'll get it together in the future, but uh, I'm going to have to slide him out the way. Um, You know, with Atlanta, obviously, like I said before, they still need defense. Um, But I'm going to go with a guy that I think can give him a little bit more scoring. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh Eric Pascal for Atlanta. Okay. Even yeah. with even even with them having you know John Collins and you know really? blah blah blah, but yeah, I'm gonna go Eric Pascal. That's a that's an interesting pick. I, I didn't I didn't really see him jumping up right there. I I didn't really see that happening. Yeah, you know, second round second round guy. You know, slipped a little bit. You know, because he was a. Uh, uh, upperclassmen, you know, but even though, you know, obviously the Warriors have been injury play the last couple of years, which has been able to give them 
more opportunity to showcase and play. I mean, I, I like his game. You know what I'm saying? He's like, if Draymond wasn't so goofy with the ball in his hand, <laughs> that that would be Draymond, in my opinion, offensively. You know what I'm saying? Not defensively, but if Draymond actually had a better handle and wasn't just a good facilitator and could actually score at three levels type shit, that would be him. So, um, yeah, And he's a small four. He's a small ball four. So you could insert him at the three, depending on what the lineups are mm-hmm. or the opposition. But um, I just think he's a guy that can go out there and get you a bucket, you know, whether it's with the second unit or, or your starting five. So yeah, my whole thing with that whole playing fours at three, like I can understand playing at three at a four, but when you play fours at three, sometimes they struggle because they're not exactly quick enough to guard those small fours That's why I said it depends on. It depends yeah, it depends on, on the matchup. Yeah, because so. if the three, because if you have a three out, if you, if you, let's say you have someone like a, um, a gallo at the three, you know, or not a gallo, but just someone who's just a spot up three. Mm-hmm. then you can do it because then you don't have to worry about the three taking them off the dribble. You know what I'm saying? So it just really just depends. And obviously with the small ball lineup, he's perfect, which we see a whole lot of in today's NBA. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, Before we jump into the next one, we're going to take a small break and we will be right back. back we just finished up with the 10th pick and we're gonna jump in with spencer with the 11th pick so who do you have your team taking with the 11th pick the 2019 nba draft so i have the t wolves and uh i think i'm going to take uh i think i'm gonna take brandon clark to give them somebody who uh He's at a power four, but he can defend multiple positions. He's a high energy player, and actually, yeah. Last Wait, this is the this is the Suns. My bad, not to cut you off. This is the Suns. Okay. I mean, T Wolves had the original pick, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron Johnson got. We got Cameron yeah. Johnson. Oh, well, if it's them, hmm, who do I like more? If it's the Suns, <sighs> I think yeah. I guess I'll stick with Cam Johnson then, because I think he's a good fit for what they were trying to do with spreading the floor with stretch four and stuff. So I think that would be a better not fucking with PJ. Yeah, I would say PJ I like PJ Washington a lot. I'm kinda of biased with PJ Washington. PJ is a, a lot, though, he he's a lot more well rounded game. Wife and bodies. Hey, 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 so, <laughs> hey, but yeah, I mean, PJ, PJ, I like PJ, but technically based off numbers, uh, Cam Johnson is shooting slightly better than him for like all around, but I still, I still like what PJ Washington well, PJ is doing out there. PJ is an all around scorer is obviously better, but Cam Johnson specializes in shooting. Like, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, but PJ is, you know. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I guess because Charlotte has so many gunners, like he tends to like not get as many looks. So he has a he has a couple games where he just it's almost like he's non-existent. But then he had that one game where he had like forty two, right, or some shit like that this year. So, but yeah, uh, PJ is good, man. I, I like PJ. But at the same time, 
I agree with Spen as far as what Cam Johnson is doing. He's like playing a specific role, mm-hmm. and he's doing it pretty well. Yeah, he is doing. He's doing. He's doing his role well. So, um, yeah, I don't really got too many complaints there. And so I got. I got Charlotte. I got Charlotte up, and this is before Lamelo. This is before everybody else like that. Uh, I like PJ. I do, but I don't know if I can stick with that PJ Washington pick. I don't know if I can take that pick right now. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I'm, this is where this is where I'm kind of, you know, going back and forth because, golly. I keep wanting to put THT up here because even though he, he's okay, he, he's solid. His Look, he'd be a first rounder. Best. We know that. If you don't put him in the lottery, so be it, you know. Yeah. But I just feel like if he got more opportunity – that's what, that's my whole thing. Like, I'm struggling with that, and I'm struggling with because I because I'm looking at more so people just hooping. Period. Not even worried about really the fits because even even people like Bobo, I, I wish I could see more of. You know, he was out of, and I feel like he went up here. He he get more run in Charlotte, but I don't know if he's exactly a lottery pick. That's the whole thing in that regard. So honestly, I think yeah, I think I might just have them stick with PJ Washington. That's just. How we're gonna go? And we're gonna stick with that pick, even though honestly I'm going back and forth with it. But I, but I can't complain with their pick since I'm since I'm going debate and I can't go 100 one way. I think I'm gonna stick with it because you know can't go wrong with it. So uh, you're sticking with the pick? Yes, sir. Okay. So you're stick. Wait, you're sticking with PJ? Is what you're saying? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. All right. So. Mm-hmm. So now you know you're up with Miami, but Miami no longer has Tyler Hero on the board. So what direction uh, so, do the Miami Heat go? Um. So obviously we're like at the tail end of the lottery. So for me, if you don't think certain picks are lottery picks, I don't think it's necessarily a reach here. You know, yeah. I think it's a reach when you're going for guys with a lot of potential who maybe not be lottery in the early picks. Um, but because they don't get um, Tyler Hero with this pick, uh, man. Um, Do you think they still go on their run with without Tyler Hero? Uh, no, of course not. I mean, obviously what Tyler Hero did in the bubble uh, was super important. I think he was their leading scorer, their second leading scorer, right? He was averaging like 20 a game, so he was right yeah. there with Jimmy. Um, and obviously, Dragic's getting hurt. He played a vital role and kind of helping run the offense. So, no, they don't go on their run. Um, but um, I didn't really want to. I didn't really want to reach with someone like a Jordan Poole. You know what I'm saying? Who's been hooping lately for the Warriors? But I, I know he wouldn't be no lottery pick. So I'm probably just gonna go with the best available. I don't think anyone pick picked them. Uh, Rui? Did anyone pick Rui? Not uh, no, uh, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to go Rui, and the only thing is that I don't like about that is obviously having Jimmy Butler, bam. I don't think Rui gets as many opportunities, um, but just as far as best available, high ceiling, uh, obviously we're seeing it this year, how he's improved, not necessarily just numbers, but just obviously his effort on the court, his defensive, you know, ability because you know you love to remind span that he was statistically the worst defender last year but he's <laughs> he's stepped it up he's i think he's realizing i'm fucking six eight and i'm in the league and i can guard yeah, he's playing you know? like 
I don't think he realized um, how good he can be his first year. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I he was, was hoping in the, he stayed on the board and Boston took him next. When he was at Gonzaga, because I watched them in the Maui Invitational, and I watched a couple other games that they had on national TV. And being six eight in college, you look a lot bigger, and he played a lot bigger. Not as a big man, but he played like he was more of a brute force. You know what I'm saying? Like guys just couldn't check him. He reminded me of the way Kawhi sometimes looks against guys that aren't as big as he is in today's game. So just from a best available standpoint, while it may have, it would have taken him longer to acclimate to Miami, I'm gonna say Miami just takes Rui as the best available. Dang. Obviously, they don't get the shooting. You know, they got to just rely on Duncan Robinson and whoever the hell else. But, you know, I think they get themselves a pretty good pick or trade a bit, either one. So, okay. I can't be mad at your pick. Like I said, I was just hoping, you know, Boston snuck in there and stole him away. Yeah, he no, played better that. defense for us. Uh, so, yeah, yes. Ben, go ahead and end us out, close us out with the. Boston Celtics. Pick. Just, just stick with the pick, bro. Romeo Langford. You know. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> stick um, with that bum ass pick. Like I was saying, he was one of my my favorite uh, picks from last year because I like these type of players, the the um, super athletic energy guys that can defend multiple positions. So I think I would just get Brandon Clark for the uh, Celtics. Yeah. And he would kind of fit because the Celtics actually they always they have a lot of lanky dudes that can guard multiple positions and they like switching and all that stuff. Yeah, we do love the switching. It would just be a bonus because literally Romeo Langford doesn't even play. That man is hurt all the time. He's a tax write off. I mean, I can't even get mad at him because I don't even know what he brings to the table. He was, I mean, he was talked about as like a like a really good dude going into the draft. Yeah, he had a good scorer coming out of Indiana, but I mean, he he had that wrist injury before he came out of Indiana, and then we were still hoping that he'd be okay. But I mean, yeah. hell, he he's played like what? He's played like thirty, thirty-two games, thirty-some games. Well, the thing is, y'all are so good that y'all can kind of shoot for potential, but it's like you got. I mean, that's what they usually do. So- they do. They try to shoot for potential early on. Yeah, I think Brandon Clark would be a good fit for them. Um, but because obviously we've seen like that's the thing. I, there's no, there weren't really that many great bigs coming out, and that's just the case for basketball in general now, because um, the game has changed. But I feel like if y'all want to go with like potential, I'd probably maybe, maybe like someone like a Daniel Ga- Daniel Gafford or. Maybe like a Darius Baisley, you know, but I think but Brandon that, Clark obviously is just the better talent. Yeah, or even yeah. uh or even they could have went with um what's his name? Uh Jackson Hayes and Chip Claxton. I don't oh, I don't want like or a Claxton. I don't want like a center center only because we still have what's called uh Robert Williams and he was that would have just overloaded our big man position. Yeah. Can we? Can that's that's part of the problem that they had this year. That's why they wanted to get rid of Tice because they were like, we already have too many bigs, and not all of them are getting run, and we're paying them all. So they started running those double big lines. They well, kind of get them all on the floor. Thompson, though, too, so. yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah. So, so it's before, and then obviously just. But even though Robert Williams is solid, Robert Williams is undersized. Undersized bigs are prone to get into foul trouble, and they get bullied. Like I'm not saying they're babies in the paint, but they get bullied because they can't. They don't have yeah, the advantage yeah. for the for to to make sure that the opposing team doesn't get a second chance off an offensive rebound. No, so no, you're one hundred percent right. Could have helped, yeah. or you know, if if 
you know, maybe Goga, you know what I'm saying, for a potential sake. But obviously, we haven't really seen what he's made out of. Yeah. That's a barely play. Right? The... Yeah, the Pacers. They, he doesn't play because, you know, Miles Turner and, and Sabonis. So. Are there anybody that y'all are surprised didn't make it into the lottery that you feel like should have made it in the lottery? Should have. Um, I mean, based on, like, their play at the moment, no one that I would oh, like really uh, say should have been. Uh, Keldon Johnson could have an argument. Mm, I mean, kind of, but I, you know, it's funny at the at the time I I, I didn't understand the Tyler Hero pick because when I had watched Kentucky, I was like Tyler Hero is like the tip, the prototypical white boy scorer in college, and I thought Keldon Johnson was like the more NBA ready like yeah. style player, and you know maybe it's just the systems that they're in. The coaching between you know Pop and uh, Spolstra, but um, I don't know if Kelvin Johnson should have went lottery. But I mean, you know, we'll see. I know he just had that stupid, ridiculous game with twenty and twenty, and he's been rebounding his ass off this year, like he's Josh Hart. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if there's one name that like I feel like should have went lottery um, because there are some solid role players when you look at the rest of this draft. Obviously, THT comes to mind. I don't think he would have went lottery, but from a potential standpoint, yeah, I could see it. But yeah, that's, that's what he's six four with a seven foot wingspan, and he has an incredible layup package. Uh, he's still working on his outside shot. That man still um, can't. He's still struggling with that three ball. Yeah, you know he struggles with it, but I mean that's one of the easiest things to fix as time goes on in the NBA because all you literally have to do is just work on your, you know, your your rotation or your shooting, you know, your wrist movement. That's it. But um yeah, nobody else that I can really think of. For the most part, I think the lottery was pretty set in stone. I'm just glad I'm not a GM because I was just bored. Cause I Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would draft you would draft a guy you see in the one final four game go off the <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna remember and he's a like, senior. I like Seku. And Seku Yeah. Yeah. He's been uh, pretty bad. Well, not pretty. I don't know how he plays, but it looks like he doesn't really play a lot. You don't really. You well, don't really what's his it. name? Uh, Isaiah. Uh... Roby. No, 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 no. Um, oh, no. I don't know. Is it Isaiah? Stewart. Um, yeah, Isaiah Stewart. I feel like he's getting a little bit more, yeah. more shine and so uh, Seiko. Uh, four or five. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I was high on Seku as well, though, Spence. I can't even be upset yeah, with you like, like that. I thought he was going to be solid. I feel like can guard multiple positions and have Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was going to be solid, but he, he definitely <laughs> disappointed. Like, a lot of times, it's, so it's, like, it's like people talk about, like, talent and stuff, but the fit and the coaching matter so much. Cause oh, absolutely. Because if, if, you, if you get – no matter how talented you are – if you get with a coach that just don't vibe with you, don't put you in the right situations, like he puts you in awful situations, then you're not going to look good. Yeah. It's that simple. And it's like, it's kind of frustrating with Denny because it's actually some Wizards fan saying like it was a bad pick and stuff because uh, Halliburton was right behind. But it's like, I don't think the Wizards should have drafted him if they were going to just be, sit him in the corner. Yeah. Because shooting, you know? shooting wasn't was his like his weakness and like they just turned him into a spot of shooting. A spot of yeah, that's what everybody 
um, were trying to do. Everybody was trying, everybody was talking about him not being that great of a shooter, yeah. seeing that he was going to be a point forward, he has the, and then he comes over here and he he's not shooting really good, but he's just not – his shot isn't there. But he has the form to be a good shooter, but that's not what you should draft him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you wanted a spot-up shooter, there was other options. Natural three, if that was the case, they were going to just have him as a shooter. Okay, I mean, yeah, Matisse went later than he went with, like, like 20 or something. So, you know, if y'all wanted just a spot-up shooter or y'all could have took Hero, there was a lot of other people you could have took if you just wanted him to be. No, nah, this, Wait, why this I'm, isn't I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, you said Denny. I'm, I'm over here still talking about this draft of Rui. No, nah, I was well, talking about how coaching matters a lot because yeah. you get in situations like this one where Scott Burks is then he like Troy Brown, and he, he doesn't like taller people. Like, he just wants to play a traditional point guard, and he doesn't really think outside of that. So. Yeah, don't really – I'm not really vibing with that. I mean, there was a lot of other people in this draft, though, going back to the draft that I was high. Like, and I think this is more biased because I watched them in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I watched their mixtapes and home team hoops and stuff like that that has them. You know, the people that followed them around. Um, I was very biased on Nazir Little and oh, yeah. Jalen Hand. He was in a bad situation at UNC, man. Honestly, uh, I think uh, um, fucking UNC needs to, like, well, they're not going to, but I, I just think Roy Williams, it's time for him to go, man. He don't he don't be giving freshmen enough time. Mm, yeah, so. I like Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I mean, that's Virginia Tech bias, but, you know. <laughs> I just think he's obviously in New Orleans, and he isn't going to get as much time because he's behind uh, Lonzo and Eric Bloodstone. Yeah, so that's the only thing. Like that's why I was kind of hoping they traded Lonzo too, so he could get more PT. Cause you saw when Lonzo was out, he was actually scoring fairly well, and a lot of people were slandering Lonzo, talking about, "Oh, look, this was Zoe supposed to be doing, trying to score the ball." And it's like, yeah, but that's what that's what Nikhil there do. He he he's a bucket. So he he was solid, but then when Lonzo came back and started playing well again, then it's kind of hard to get him that playing time again. It's like he's playing well. You're not gonna bench him when he's playing well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, I'm just looking like just looking through this draft. I don't think this was like a necessarily deep draft. But the top like, of the draft is like got some guys. Who- yeah, yeah. Because this one of those drafts, well, you know, because not every draft gets a superstar out of it. So this was one of those drafts that at least they have two heavy superstars. They're like potential superstars there, and then you have a couple that are like okay, they're borderline all. So you could see them making the all star, but if they don't make the all star, you're like okay. I can see them not making the all-star again. You see it both ways. But I see this was more like just solid players more than just, you know, big hits. Yeah. You know? so, but I you mean, need but drafts. Role players like this. are important. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You need drafts like this because that feels a not I mean, ninety percent of your team is these type of guys. So you need these type of guys on the team. Um, For sure. Yeah. But um yeah, even though we are no longer the, you know, Women Respect This Podcast, we still end it like the always the Women Respect This Podcast. So we're going to go ahead and close it out. Thank you guys for showing up. Until next week when we do the 2018 NBA draft, um, i like to remind you to always, always, always respect women. But most importantly, remember to respect yourself. And we out. For sure.